Welcome to the C3 Church Watson podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. Anyway, I thought what we might do in this uh, session, I wanted to uh, introduce, I thought, I haven't got any friends, but then I thought, oh, I'll find a friend. So I'd like to introduce you a friend in Jeff Lima. Come on up, Jeff. So Jeff is a uh, recently retired NRL professional footballer. Where's the, have we got a mic for Jeff? Beautiful. So uh, finished up the end of last year as a full-time professional footballer, and uh, but has uh, been a Christian in the elite level of uh, rugby for rugby league for many years now, and uh, so I just thought I'd ask you a few questions. So uh, to get the ball rolling, what was what's the biggest crowd you played in front of? What's, how big was it? Um, I think it was eighty thousand. Eighty thousand. Uh, yeah, eighty-two thousand. Okay. Did you have a good game that day? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, we won the grand final. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it was a good game. Oh, okay. So that was 80,000. We've got a few, a bit of a highlight reel up here. But uh, so that was um, at the Sydney Football Stadium, was it? Yeah. Well done. And uh, you ha- and so uh, you've played internationally for New Zealand. How many times did you play for New Zealand? Uh, I was lucky enough to play six test matches for New Zealand. Great. Uh, two for my home country, Samoa. Yeah. Beautiful. And uh, and so, uh, what what's it been like being a Christian in that elite level NRL world? When I first come through, it's uh, you know ideally I lived in both worlds, but uh, it was hard at the time until uh, I became a Christian. I was a Christian, but uh, sort of like a part-time Christian at the time. When you're young and you know you got your Christian on Sunday, then on the Monday back to training, and right, it's a whole different. But um, as I became got a bit older. Um, my faith in God started to be stronger. Uh, I started hanging around with people that are, are Christians and that have helped me throughout the year for my okay. life. Was there a moment in time that that changed for you? Was there a specific moment? Uh, well, i story way back. My mum and dad split up when I was young. And uh, on my dad's my dad's side, all, the whole, they're all Christians. Uh, so yeah. they went to... I lived in Samoa at the time when I was young. I was born in New Zealand, raised in Samoa. So my most of my dad's family went to uh, they all went to church. I, I can't remember uh, YMCA back in the day. It was mm-hmm. similar to um, Hillsong. Mm-hmm. My whole my whole family on my dad's side went there. And on my mum's side was all uh, my granddad was a commissioner of police, so they're more so uh, a bit of partying side. And so when they split, I was um, uh, separated from my dad's side, which is uh, I used to love going there. Me and my two brothers. So uh, I used to sneak there. And, Go to um, church on the uh, youth, uh, youth back mm. in the day. So I was yeah. sneaking with them. So, uh, yeah. And uh, um, yeah, so uh, as I grew up and you know when I started coming to, I uh, started going to youth uh, rallies all because of that, because of my dad's side. Mm. Uh, and I'm lucky enough to be, you know, a Christian. Awesome. And ha- has it p- been hard to be a Christian in the NRL? Ah, uh, you get tested. To be honest, yeah. uh, Pastor Steve, uh, at times when you're young, you get tested really. You know, there's temptations everywhere. Um, football, outside of football, you know, mm. it's always temptations with alcohol, uh, women, um, drugs, and all that thing. But, um, you know, I, I have a, I had a strong faith, and my partner, was she's she's a Christian yeah. as well, so kind of opened up my eyes. And mm-hmm. whenever, I get a, um, whenever I get away in football, you remember where I come from, what I, what, who I am. Yeah, beautiful. 
So did you ever lose your temper on the football field? Oh, a little bit, but like uh, Paul was saying, you forgive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, at, at the time you lose your temper when you're not winning. But uh, you know, that's all part and parcel of football. But, uh, you know, after the game you shake hands and yeah. Yeah, you forgive. Okay. Uh, it's just the way thing is. But uh, over the years I've learned to... Uh, to forgive guys that sledge you all the time because okay. it's, it's, it's a part of who they are and what they're doing football life. So, mm. you know, when they're sledging me, I said, yeah, you're all right, mate. We'll get on with it. <laughs> yeah. So they start to leave you alone because you don't bother. Okay. So did you get them back in the next tackle when they... That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> if I try to get it back, then I'll be out of the structure that would, uh, the game plan. But, um, you know, eventually you try to tackle him and squeeze him mm. a little bit and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you ev ever take anybody out behind play <laughs> uh once <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a it was a semi-final up in uh, queensland and uh I, I don't know if you guys remember michael ennis he was at the time he's he's, he's a bit of a pest in the football field he's the nicest bloke you ever meet but uh he's a bit of a pest in the football field and he just got out of my skin and uh I just hit him late after the, he passed the ball about 10 seconds late. <laughs> <laughs> I got penalised. I got, I got sin and um, it, it was a semi-final. And uh, I was in there changing room thinking, what have I done? And then I heard this loud noise. I thought, no way. Brisbane scored. But uh, we scored and they got us back into. And, and uh, I'll come back out. I had to make up for it. And uh, we made it to the grand final in 2008 through that game. But... Uh, very good. Did you had win quick, that grand final? Quick pray, quick pray inside the um, changing yeah. room, and then in come the back sin, in the sim bin. You were in praying the in the sim yeah, bin, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't get to watch out the game outside. Oh, you get okay. sent back into the changing room, sitting there alone. And, oh, <laughs> not me. That cost the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, and so you won the two thousand seven, two thousand and eight grand finals. Uh two thousand seven and two thousand nine, two thousand eight. We lost to uh, Manly. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> But there's there's a story to that too. Uh, Is there? Tell us. Yeah, uh, mainly cheated. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, sorry about mainly supporters in there, but yeah, but it was their fault. It's kind of interesting though. But did you get stripped of the two titles in between when Manly cheated? Yeah, we got stripped uh, in 2010. It all came out. So right. uh, we got stripped of our titles, but uh, we still got we still get the rings and right. and the matches that we got with it the bonus. But uh, you know, when oh, oh, I, I didn't see it. You know, most people say we got stripped, but reality is we worked hard. The guys that paid off, uh, we yeah. all we all worked hard for it. Mm. Uh, if we got on um, other drugs and cheated, which is what you think is cheating, I would have said, yeah, I've cheated and mm. I don't deserve that. But someone else got paid more than we did, and mm. just yeah. the game, just the way life goes. So, how did you deal? With, like, were you angry, resentful when you got stripped of those premierships? How did that make you feel? Oh, not, not angry or more so, uh, you know, I was still young at the time. I enjoyed every opportunity that I got. Yeah. Um, you know, when that came through, and uh, it's funny the story that, um, so there's about 14 names that come up on the, on the news that these were the guys who were getting paid extra uh, through the salary cup thing. Uh, three of us, three of us guys that didn't get paid extra, we got put into the coach's office, and uh, we were the young up-and-comers coming through. And the coach just said, bully me at the time, he said, uh, you know, I apologise if your name didn't come up as saying that oh, you didn't get much more money than... I just sat down and said, listen, oh, the opportunity for me to play first because is good enough mm. than receiving more money. Well, but well. I can, can I get a free um, Xbox at the time? 
Well, I had him because it was me and my roommate in there, and, and uh, Alan Blair, another guy that's gone to the Warriors now. Mm. He didn't like it. He he thought he should have got paid extra as the other guys, but me and my roommate, we didn't care. We just said, oh, we can have a PlayStation. It was all right yeah. at the time. So it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the PlayStation? Yeah, we got the PlayStation. <laughs> From Harvey Norman, so I think that's, that was an extra on Celebrity Cup, yeah. so. Cool. <laughs> so who, who's the best, uh, who is your favourite coach to play under? I'd say uh, Greg Bellamy. Yeah, and why is that? Because he, he understood our culture, the way we, we work, how um, Pacific Islanders especially, uh, they, they, they know, he knows that we have a, a strong uh, faith in God and our main values are uh, church, Family and food. Mm -hmm. so <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, he, he understood the values. Okay. Um, the values of, you know, plays Holland has got to, you know, to be calm and, you know, you know what he's like with his, um, the words that come out of his mouth, you know, when he's, but he's well respected. And yeah. at the time, he favored more of the Pacific Islanders rather than the rest of the squad because he knows he can get the best out of the Islanders. And he's a bit of a father figure for all of us. Yeah, okay. Well, that's great. So, uh, and how did, so uh, he respected then your values. How else was he a father figure to you? Oh, well, just your daily daily chores. He used, to, uh, he used to bring all of us and see how we're going. He used to take, get us in for his meals at the time. So we used, we used to love, all the Islander boys used to love getting there because it's free food. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but he, he checks up on you. Even still yeah. there, still now. Uh, yeah. We still get the odd test of how you're going. And okay, wow. Yeah, we keep in close uh, contact with him. Okay, so uh, as a, an elite level coach then, he is very invested into the players and their well-being. And, yeah. and, and yeah. It's just, uh, I've been throughout, so I've played for, um, I started my career at uh, West Tigers uh, under the Tim Sheens, and I went to Wigan with Michael Maguire. Yep. I came back to Australia to South Sydney with uh, Michael Maguire, <laughs> and uh, I went to France with um, a French guy, and then yeah. I came back. I came back <laughs> with a French coach. You can't uh, pronounce then I came his name. Back, I came to Canberra <laughs> with Ricky Stewart, but yeah. out of all the coaches I've had, um, Bellamy was just the best out of out of all of them. He yeah. just he knew how to uh, manage your players. Yeah. You had to get the best out of you, mm. and you know, uh, you know the way he goes on about his business is just the way you want to be, like. So. Yeah, beautiful. And uh, do you still have an ongoing connection at NRL at the elite level at all? Yeah, well, I, I'm still um, employed by Raiders. Mm -hmm. uh, I was supposed to be going there once a week and help out the young young guys coming through, but uh, got tied up with uh, work at school, and that's hard at, mm -hmm. at the moment. So uh, I try yeah. and eventually I try going there every. Uh, early mornings and do a little bit of extra fitness with them, but okay. uh, wow. the body's the body's getting old, so uh, <laughs> I try to sit down and watch. Right, okay. So you're you're actually taking on a mentoring role now with up and coming players, but also in the schools, is that right? Yeah, so I'm uh, at Arendelle College now and uh, Waniasa. Bit of uh, mm. we'll do a bit of uh, youth work, social work, and as well as um, uh, mentoring and Pacific Islanders and Indigenous kids. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you for being a great ambassador for for Christ on the on the football field and that elite level. And uh, thanks for sharing a bit of your story with us. Nice. Why don't you thank, thank uh, you very much. Jeff Lima. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au. We hope to see you in church again this weekend.